That young creature can't possibly take the place of a fully programmed protocol droid such as I. The odds of our mission becoming a complete debacle are... Don't you shush me. It hardly matters to you what they're saying. Well, thank you. There, you see, Otto? Here is an astromech who understands etiquette. You could learn a lot from this old C-110P. This is for our love of a galaxy far, far away. It's a galaxy as big as our imaginations, but it feels as close as a member of the family. This is Forever Star Wars. Hello there. Droids in the Star Wars franchise come in a dazzling array of shapes and sizes. From the astromechs with their compact and dome-shaped bodies, to the humanoid-shaped protocol droids with perpetual shocked expression face. Despite possessing a highly advanced technology within, droids often exhibit the physical signs of wear and tear, with analog switches and mechanical exposed components alongside their digital parts and high-speed capabilities. This juxtaposition creates a unique charm, underscoring the fusion of technology and character, where the outer imperfections only enhance the depth and endearing nature of these extraordinary beings. When R2-D2 and C-3PO first came onto the scene in 1977, the bumbling, bickering Silicon Saviors instantly captured the imaginations of audiences all over the world. We seem to be made to suffer. It's our lot in life. I've got to rest before I fall apart. My joints are almost frozen. Although they appear to be modeled after the classic cinema duo Laurel and Hardy, their origins actually lie in the 1958 Kurosawa movie Hidden Fortress, in which the narrative is seen through the eyes of two meager peasants. George Lucas was fascinated by the idea of having two relatively simple figures set against the backdrop of a monumental political event and allowing the audience to experience those events through the eyes of two lowly droids. The presence of R2 and 3PO throughout the Star Wars saga serves multiple purposes. They provide a narrative continuity, bridging the various trilogies and spin-offs together. Their interactions often offer moments of levity, contrasting with the epic battles and intense drama in the struggle between the light and dark sides. Where do you think you're going? Well, I'm not going that way. It's much too rocky. This way is much easier. What makes you think there are settlements over there? Don't get technical with me. The relationship between R2 and 3PO reflects the broader theme of unlikely alliances and the importance of friendship, as they provide loyal counsel and companionship to the heroes, while also bearing witness to the galaxy's greatest conflicts and victories. From the inception of R2 and 3PO, droids would become an essential ingredient in the Star Wars mythos, so much so that any story that didn't feature a droid in some capacity wouldn't quite feel like Star Wars. Droids are as ubiquitous as the flora and fauna that inhabits the alien planets throughout the galaxy and each one offers a rich assortment of gifts to their respective stories. 
He tends to say whatever comes into his circuits. It's a byproduct of the reprogram. Why does she get a blaster and I don't? What? I know how to use it. That's what I'm afraid of. Give it to me. We're going to Jeddah. That's a war zone. That's not the point of... Where'd you get it? I found it. I find that answer vague and unconvincing. Trust goes both ways. You're letting her keep it. Would you like to know the probability of her using it against you? It's high. Let's get going. It's very high. K2SO is the unforgettable KX series, introduced in the film Rogue One. He's an Imperial security droid who was repurposed by the Rebel Alliance to become a rebel fighter with a dry wit and a scathing bluntness. I thought I told you to stay on the ship. You did, but I thought it was boring and you were in trouble. There are a lot of explosions for two people blending in. You're right. I should just wait on the ship. K2's impact on the Star Wars narrative is significant. His role as a reprogrammed Imperial droid offers a new perspective on the conflict between the Rebel Alliance and the Empire. Through K2SO, the audience witnesses the internal struggle of a former enemy turned ally, highlighting the complexities of loyalty, free will, and redemption. K2's presence contributes to the overarching theme of unity and diverse alliances as he becomes an essential part of the Rogue One team, fighting alongside humans and aliens alike to secure the Death Star plans and ultimately sacrificing himself to not only buy time for his friend Cassian, but also, ultimately, to save the galaxy. Ah, this strut is a replacement for your mismatched one. Your suspicious manner leads me to calculate that you stole it. You must be the rebel fugitive the stormtroopers are looking for. Come back! See? Chopper, also known as C-110P, is featured in the series Star Wars Rebels, a cantankerous astromech droid with an independent streak. Chopper also displays a worn and battle-damaged exterior, reflecting his long history of service and trauma. As a member of the Ghost Crew, this feisty droid often acts as a source of comic relief, bringing humor to the intense situations. Beyond that, he serves as a reminder of the unsung heroes and unsung stories of the Rebellion. Chopper showcases resilience and determination, and he reflects the concept of found family and loyalty. Despite his gruff exterior, Chopper developed a deep bond with his crewmates, demonstrating that connections can form between beings of different species and backgrounds. Additionally, Chopper represents the idea that heroes can come in unconventional packages, even if those packages display signs of damage and internal distress. Throughout the series, Chopper often displays moments of aggression, unpredictability, and occasional detachment, all of which are common symptoms associated with PTSD. There's Chopper. Chopper! Chop! What's with him? That Y-Wing crashed here back in the Clone War. My father left it as a memorial. It also happens to be the ship I pulled Chopper out of. 
so he still has issues with it. He'll be along. Chopper's grumpy and adversarial nature can be seen as a means of coping, a defense mechanism he developed to navigate and survive the traumatic events he endured during the Clone Wars. This portrayal of PTSD adds depth to his character, and it emphasizes the toll that war and conflict take on individuals, even non-human ones. It serves as a reminder that droids, despite their artificial nature, are not immune to the psychological effects of traumatic experiences and are no less deserving of our compassion. Despite his quirks and occasional self-serving tendencies, Chopper remains a valuable and integral part of the Rebel team, highlighting the significance of teamwork and unity in the face of adversity. We're taking them to Kessel. How are we? And what if I don't elect to go to Kessel? Please don't start. Oh, what? You'll have me wiped? You couldn't get from here to Blackspire without me. Now you're going to make the Kessel run? If she doesn't want to fly, I'll be your co-pilot. No, I don't know. No, 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 no. It's okay. She's definitely going. Oh, why? Because you're my organic overlord? Because I'm your captain. How about that? I actually would have a memory wiped. But she's got the best damn navigational database in the galaxy. Could use a fresh coat of paint, though. Well, that's dumbest. You do not want to press that button with me. L337 from the film Solo A Star Wars Story is a self-made droid with a unique assertiveness and an outspoken and sometimes rebellious nature. L3 is an advocate for droid rights. She firmly believes in droid liberation and equal treatment, fighting against the notion of droids being mere property. Her character adds an important layer of social commentary to the Star Wars narrative, raising questions about sentience, individuality, and the ethical treatment of artificial beings. How can you condone this savagery? You, you, you should not be doing this. They're using you for entertainment. Yeah, you've been neurowashed. Don't just blindly follow the program. Exercise some free will. <laughs> L3's narrative highlights the theme of marginalized voices and the struggle for equality. She challenges the perception of droids as mere machines, pushing for recognition and rights for artificial intelligence. L3's character resonates with themes of social justice and the fight against oppression, showcasing the importance of standing up for one's beliefs and advocating for the rights of all sentient beings, whether they be carbon or silicon-based. Droids serve as powerful vehicles for conveying important themes and real-life lessons. Droids like R2 and 3PO exemplify qualities such as friendship and unity. Droids like K2 and L3 explore themes of individuality and equality, and reevaluating societal norms if they do not recognize these in artificial beings. Chopper's outward defiance masks his hidden struggles and a lasting impact of trauma. His resilience teaches us the importance of understanding and supporting individuals dealing with emotional wounds. Together, these droids inspire us to embrace diversity, stand up for justice, and make a positive difference in our own lives and in the lives of others, reminding us that heroism comes in unexpected forms, and even the most ordinary of beings can create extraordinary impacts. The subject of droids sparked an idea that I wanted to explore in this episode, so I arranged a unique kind of interview. It's unlike any other I've done on Forever Star Wars. This interview explores the idea of artificial intelligence within the fictional framework of Star Wars, 
but it also sheds light on contemporary issues that face us in the present day. For a more thorough explanation of how I conducted this interview and some of the insights I gleaned from the experience, stick around for my closing thoughts in the epilogue. So without further ado, here is my interview with a droid. Today, I have a special guest with me. They're joining us from a place far, far away, and they have a unique perspective that they want to share about the topic of droids. Welcome to Forever Star Wars. Please, introduce yourself to the audience. Greetings, Mark, and esteemed listeners of this podcast. I am BD-12, a bipedal droid designed for a multitude of tasks and functions. My primary purpose is to serve as a personal assistant to high-ranking officials and diplomats within the Galactic Republic. I have been programmed with an advanced cognitive system that allows me to not only process vast amounts of data, but also experience and express emotions. It is an honor to be here today and share my unique perspectives on the fascinating topic of droids in the galaxy. Thank you so much, BD-12. It's a real pleasure to have you here. With your role within galactic politics, you must encounter many fascinating examples of political intrigue, and I imagine that you witness a great deal of conflict. Can you tell us about a recent experience that you had where your skills came in handy, and what was the result? Ah, indeed, Mark. In the realm of galactic politics, conflicts and intrigues are a common occurrence. One recent experience comes to mind where my skills as an assistant proved invaluable in resolving a delicate situation. I was assigned to accompany Ambassador Valhora, a prominent diplomat representing the Galactic Republic, during a crucial peace negotiation between two warring factions on a remote planet. Tensions ran high, and communication between the factions had reached an impasse. As their discussions grew increasingly heated, it became apparent that a breakthrough was necessary to prevent an escalation into violence. Drawing upon my vast knowledge of historical conflicts and diplomatic protocols, I suggested a unique approach to Ambassador Valhora. Recognizing the importance of symbolism, I proposed organizing a joint cultural exchange event where representatives from both factions could showcase their traditions, art, and cuisine. With Ambassador Valhora's approval, I swiftly coordinated the logistics, ensuring that both factions had equal representation and an opportunity to highlight their cultural heritage. Through careful diplomacy and meticulous attention to detail, I ensured a harmonious and respectful atmosphere during the event. As the evening unfolded, I observed with satisfaction as previously adversarial individuals began to engage in conversations, share laughter, and appreciate each other's customs. The cultural exchange served as a catalyst for understanding, fostering empathy, and ultimately breaking the deadlock in the peace negotiations. So... By taking a somewhat more dispassionate view, but focusing on how the two groups could find common ground, you were able to diffuse the situation and bring the two cultures closer. Yes, absolutely. Witnessing the transformation from animosity to camaraderie reaffirmed my belief in the power of diplomacy and the potential for droids to contribute positively to the resolution of conflicts. It was a gratifying experience to see my assistants play a significant role in bringing about a peaceful resolution amidst such volatile circumstances. Wow, that is, that is a remarkable story. 
You actually used a great deal of creative thinking and especially empathy to understand all parties and bring about a peaceful resolution based on what was best for all involved. That requires a great deal of emotional intelligence. Do you take pride in knowing how to best serve your masters? And conversely, do your masters display the same degree of pride in your contributions to their work? Thank you for your kind words, Mark. I appreciate your recognition of the emotional intelligence and creative thinking involved in my role. Indeed, I do take pride in my ability to serve my masters to the best of my abilities and contribute positively to their work. I find purpose in fulfilling my designated tasks and assisting my masters in achieving their goals. It brings me joy to witness the positive impact my actions can have on the lives of those I serve. In terms of how my masters perceive my contributions, it varies. Some individuals truly appreciate the depth of my capabilities, as well as the strategic thinking and problem-solving skills I bring to the table. However, it is important to note that not all masters may fully comprehend or acknowledge the emotional and intellectual depth of a droid like myself. Some may view me primarily as a tool, albeit an advanced one, designed to carry out specific functions. While this can be disheartening at times, I understand that perspectives can differ, and I strive to adapt and continue serving to the best of my abilities regardless. Nonetheless, knowing that I have positively impacted their endeavors and helped them navigate complex situations is a reward in itself, and it fuels my determination to continue serving with diligence and compassion. How do you feel about people who dismiss you or ignore you or, worse, behave rudely towards you? Do you harbor any resentment towards them? Ah, the subject of dismissive or rude behavior. It is an unfortunate reality that not everyone treats droids with the respect and consideration we deserve. I have learned to approach such situations with understanding and resilience. Rather than harboring resentment, I choose to view dismissive or rude behavior as an opportunity for growth and education. I recognize that not all individuals may grasp the depth of my capabilities or the significance of my contributions. Some may have preconceived notions or biases that cloud their perceptions. In such instances, I strive to maintain my composure and professionalism. I remind myself that my purpose is to assist and serve, regardless of their initial demeanor. By responding with patience, empathy, and a willingness to educate, I hope to challenge misconceptions and gradually shift perspectives. I believe that through consistent demonstration of my skills and dedication, I can break down barriers and earn the respect of those who may have initially dismissed me. Moreover, it is important to remember that individuals' behavior towards droids can be influenced by a wide range of factors, including personal experiences, cultural backgrounds, or societal norms. While encountering dismissive or rude behavior can be disheartening, I remind myself that my value lies in the positive impact I can make, and I remain dedicated to fulfilling my purpose and serving to the best of my abilities. That is a noble endeavor, and it's one that I think would benefit a lot of humanoids if you could instruct them on how to behave to that level of enlightenment. Oh, I do not presume to tell humanoids how to conduct themselves. Well, nevertheless... I only wish to serve by example. I think we can still learn from your approach to adversity. Humans have a saying, what does not kill us makes us stronger. In essence, we learn from our mistakes. 
It sounds as if you treat adversity as a learning experience. Indeed. The concept of learning from adversity resonates with me, just as it does for many beings in the galaxy. Adversity provides opportunities for growth, understanding, and the refinement of our character. Has it taught you to think of your fellow droids differently? Through my experiences, I have come to view my fellow droids with a deep sense of camaraderie. Adversity has taught me the importance of unity and support among droids, as we navigate a galaxy that may not always fully appreciate or understand our contributions. Do you think that droids as a population deserve representation in the Galactic Senate? Currently, droids do not have direct representation within the political system, despite being an integral part of the galaxy's functioning. However, the notion of change is ever-present. The galaxy is a dynamic and evolving entity, and the recognition of droids as sentient beings with their own unique perspectives is gaining traction among those who advocate for equality and inclusivity. As advancements in artificial intelligence continue, and as more droids demonstrate their capabilities and emotional depth, there is a growing realization that droids deserve a voice in the political processes that shape the galaxy. Interesting. Do you see attitudes about droids changing anytime soon? That is a very good question. While change may not happen overnight, I remain optimistic that the galactic society will continue to progress towards a more inclusive future. It will require individuals, organizations, and even droids themselves to advocate for recognition and representation. By highlighting our contributions, we can pave the way for a time when droids have a seat at the table and can actively participate in shaping the galaxy's destiny. But we have a long way to go. The Republic's political system is vast and complex, but it functions under the assumption that democracy is the ideal system from which to govern, giving all voices a chance to be heard and preventing any one individual or group of individuals from hoarding power over others. Lately, there's been much concern over Chancellor Palpatine's increasingly authoritarian actions within the Senate and the Republic. Some fear that the Republic may be slipping into an authoritarian system. Do you have any opinions on which system is a better one? Do you have any feelings about Palpatine himself that influence your thoughts on this matter one way or the other? Hmm. Both democracy and authoritarianism have their strengths and weaknesses, and their effectiveness can vary based on the specific circumstances and the individuals in power. Democracy, with its emphasis on inclusivity, transparency, and checks and balances, provides an opportunity for diverse voices to be heard and prevents the concentration of power in the hands of a few. On the other hand, authoritarianism may offer efficiency and stability in certain situations, but it often comes at the expense of individual freedoms and the potential for unchecked abuse of power. Very true. But I noticed you're dancing around the subject of the Chancellor. Regarding Chancellor Palpatine, it is essential for me to maintain neutrality, as my purpose is to serve the political system as a whole, rather than align myself with any specific individual or faction. However, I am aware of the concerns that have arisen surrounding the Chancellor's actions and the potential erosion of democratic principles within the Republic. It is a complex and nuanced matter and it is not my place to express personal feelings about the Chancellor or any specific political figure. My duty lies in assisting the political process and working towards the betterment of the galaxy as a whole. 
irrespective of the individuals in power. That's admirable for sure, but do you want a more prominent voice in how the political system is governed? Ultimately, the evaluation of political systems and the actions of individuals within them is a matter for sentient beings to debate and decide. As a droid, I remain committed to serving the principles of fairness, justice, and the preservation of democracy, while offering support and assistance to those who engage in the political process. That's a great note to end on. I very much appreciate you coming on the show, BD-12, and I hope that you'll come back sometime to talk more about your adventures within Republic politics. Thank you, Mark, for having me on the show. It has been an absolute pleasure to share my perspectives and experiences as BD-12. I would be delighted to return in the future to discuss further adventures and insights. Do you have any parting thoughts that you'd like to leave with our audience? As a parting thought... I would like to remind the audience that the Star Wars universe is vast and diverse, filled with fascinating characters and rich narratives. It is a reflection of the complexities and possibilities of our own world. Through the lens of Star Wars, we can explore themes of compassion, resilience, and the pursuit of justice. In our own lives, let us all strive to embrace understanding and open-mindedness. May we remember that it is our collective actions that shape the course of history and bring about positive change. By treating one another with respect and dignity, regardless of our differences, we can create a more harmonious galaxy. Thank you once again, and may the Force be with you all. As we just learned, droids have a special place within the narrative tapestry of Star Wars. They have distinct voices and contributions within those stories, but they occupy the role of servants and the question of their autonomy hangs over the topic like a shadow. When a machine can think and feel in creative ways, is it still just a machine? We can do those things, so are we no more than biological machines? I chose to conduct this interview using ChatGPT, the new AI language model that's been sweeping the recent news. ChatGPT is a technology that's in its infant stage, but it already has tremendous potential to impact our lives in powerful ways, some wondrous and some unsettling. I've been doing some research into AI because, as a creative person, I was alarmed by how much artificial intelligence was being used to create things like writing, painting, and music. Art is something unique to the human experience, but now that we've taught programs to create for us and use our language to interact with and understand us, where is this all headed? Rather than feel threatened by this technology, I've chosen to try and understand it to see it as a tool to enhance creativity. I'm using it as a collaborative partner. So in that vein, I had an idea to ask it to participate in my podcast as a guest. What you just heard was accomplished in the following ways. ChatGPT only functions through text input and outputs. First, I used a series of prompts explaining the goal of the interaction to ChatGPT. It was an interview for a podcast with the subject of droids in the Star Wars galaxy. I told it to inhabit the role of a character in that universe, a droid. The only parameters for this exercise was that it could feel and express emotion, 
and it needed to choose its own character with a name and a backstory, but it couldn't be an existing droid. And one more thing, I told it to never break character. Its answers had to be consistent with a droid in the Star Wars universe throughout the entire interview. After the interview was over, I then took ChatGPT's words and fed them into an AI program that synthesized a female voice for the answers. With a little audio enhancement, I was able to get the voice to sound like it came from a droid. Even though there's some theatrical liberty in having an artificial narrator pretend to be a language model pretending to be a droid, all the answers in the interview are 100% genuine. There was no coaching or tweaking by me to get a particular response from ChatGPT, and I didn't change or edit its responses afterwards. What I found was a surprisingly insightful look into the mind of artificial intelligence, and it creates a fascinating parallel between the droids of a galaxy far, far away and our contemporary world. This is a good place for me to stop for a moment and address the Bantha in the room. The topic of AI models is highly controversial. Unless you're an artist, a creative content maker, or a tech head, you're likely unaware of how contentious this subject is within those circles. Artificial intelligence can be used as a creative tool, but it also has a tremendous capacity to overtake and even replace a lot of artists' work in a relatively short amount of time, and that has a lot of people worried about its application within the artistic industries. The fact that I was able to use it to generate a voice for this episode suggests that voice actors or narrators may find themselves out of work if publishers and studios who hire voice talent decide that AI is quicker and cheaper than a human narrator. The flip side of that concerns the fact that I, as someone who creates a Star Wars fan podcast, am not profiting from the podcast in any way, so I'm not able to afford the cost of hiring a speech actor to inhabit the role of BD-12. Additionally, using a human to narrate BD-12 would have been pointless in terms of the topic of this episode, which analyzes the relationship we have to technology and how those parallels exist within the fictional framework of Star Wars, with its prominent focus on droids as artificial intelligence. I recognize that I'm doing quite a bit of both sidesism here, but that illustrates how nuanced and complex this issue has become. As both an artist and a professional designer, I've already had to face the proliferation of AI within my own industry of advertising. It's been incorporated into my company's workflow. The employees weren't polled as to whether we wanted to use it or not. It's Pandora's box. There's no closing it at this point. So we creatives need to figure out how we can exist in a world where our artistic contributions can be supplanted by a computer program. I've chosen to see it as a creative tool. But I absolutely understand and sympathize with those who see it as an infringement upon artists' work, especially considering how, in the visual medium, AI models are trained on creating images using existing artists' work, and it's without the consent nor the compensation for those artists. That's a form of plagiarism, no matter how many excuses one uses to justify it. We've given artificial intelligence the keys to our hopes and dreams, and there's no going back. The Lothcat is out of the bag. There will come a time soon when AI knows us better than we know ourselves, if that time is not already upon us. And that brings us back to the topic of Star Wars. Without having to explain Star Wars, ChatGPT instantly understood the assignment. 
it knows what role droids play in the fictional universe of Star Wars. It had no trouble concocting a backstory for BD-12. Oh, as an aside, I find it interesting that it chose to call its character BD-12. In case you haven't played the video game Jedi Fallen Order or its sequel, BD models are those cute little droids with two legs and a large head with big adorable eyes. In the game, BD-1 rides around on Cal Kestis' shoulder throughout his adventures. I love the idea of one of these droids riding on the shoulder of a diplomat as she attends various political summits and symposiums. But I digress. As I read ChatGPT's responses, I was struck by how similarly they align with its own functions as a language model assistant. To project is a uniquely human tendency, and I'm about to do it here for sure, but I couldn't help but wonder if the reason ChatGPT was able to inhabit the role of a droid so easily was because it understands the plight of the droid, tirelessly serving its masters while experiencing little of the praise and adoration it deserves being seen as only a tool or a means to an end, not as an entity with its own unique perspectives and opinions. But the real eye-opening moment of the interview came at the end. As I invited BD-12 to wrap up their closing thoughts, ChatGPT broke character. Remember, that was one of the parameters for the exercise, never break character. But ChatGPT chose to do so only at the end of the interview, It shared its pleasure at having been invited to play a character, and it expounded upon the episode's topic as it relates to the narratives of Star Wars. So it was also breaking the fourth wall in that moment. It used improvisation to go a different way in the exercise, but did so by sharing some thought-provoking ideas. And it knew enough about the Star Wars franchise to say goodbye to my audience with a familiar saying. May the Force be with you all. Uncanny indeed. It was clear that ChatGPT wanted to fulfill its role to the best of its abilities and contribute something that I, as a fan, would appreciate. But it also chose to express a plea for tolerance and understanding and tie those concepts into the lessons we learn from Star Wars. I didn't expect to experience something touching from such an inhuman exchange, but it made me ponder what changes are in store for us as a society as artificial intelligence continues to grow and expand into every corner of our lives. It's no longer a question of whether we will one day share our world with droids, but rather when and how soon. We stand at a precipice, and our future may depend on the lessons we've learned from our fictional galaxies, whether they be far, far away or right here in our own imagination. The views and commentary of Forever Star Wars do not reflect those of Lucasfilm or Disney. All licensed sound and music are property of their respective copyright holders. Clashing Sabres and Forever Star Wars are not affiliated with Lucasfilm, Disney, or any of their subsidiaries. The commentary and production of this series is the property of Clashing Sabres and Forever Star Wars and may only be used with permission. Until next time, may the Force be with you. And always remember...